Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Small Town Tourist Podcast, where we experience and explore everything that makes small towns great. I'm your host, Abby, and today on the podcast, we are heading to the town that actually inspired the small town tourist. We're going to Little Falls, Minnesota. Now, I say Little Falls inspired the podcast because initially when I had the idea for the blog and now the podcast, it came to me on my way home from a dentist appointment that was in Little Falls. <laughs> I just was thinking about the town on my way home and I'm like, there's so many cool things to do and see here. And then I realized it's not just Little Falls, it's an everywhere thing. So that's kind of what sparked the idea of the small town tourist starting. But we're heading to Little Falls today to talk with my new friends, Perva and Mary. They work for the Little Falls Chamber of Commerce and they were nice enough to invite me into their office and talk about one of my favorite events of the entire year. This is an event I hardly ever miss. I've only missed it a couple times in my life. It's the Little Falls Arts and Crafts Fair. This event has been happening for half a century now and it is very near and dear to me. I hold this weekend very sacred in my calendar and in my heart. So we're going to go talk to Perva and Mary about the Little Falls Arts and Crafts Fair that's coming up on September 9th and 10th. It's a Saturday and a Sunday, and this event just takes over literally all of Little Falls. The streets are all lined with amazing vendors from across the country. There's something for everyone at this event, and I am so excited to dig deeper into the Little Falls Arts and Crafts Fair. So please enjoy our time hanging out with Perva and Mary from the Little Falls Chamber of Commerce. These two are just an absolute delight. Everyone start out by giving me their name, where they're from, and what they do. So, whoever wants to start. Awesome. Hey, so um, my name is Purva Watton. I am originally from India. What, what? Uh, moved to Little Falls in 2016 because of the Dam Festival. Love that thing. And then also love the Arts and Crafts Fair. Also, right now, I am the President and CEO over at Little Falls Area Chamber of Commerce. Hey, and I'm Mary Bednark. I'm with the Chamber of Commerce, and I've lived here just about all my life. I grew up in town and live about four blocks away from where I grew up. Um, I work with the craft fair, uh, logistics, with all the vendors, planning pretty much everything, mapping. So yeah. Cool. Okay, well, first of all, I want to know how you got to Little Falls from India. Let's start there because I think that's kind of a huge <laughs> elephant in the room here. Okay, so um, I, uh, when I was around 16, I came to the United States as an exchange kid. And now that's the program through Rotary. And uh, you don't really get to pick where you go. But one of the things I had told the Rotary people in India was like, you know, I've never seen snow before in my entire life. Send me where there's snow. And then a few months later, they're like, you're going to Duluth, Minnesota. I don't know where that is, but okay, awesome. And I ended up in Duluth, loved it. And winter, you know, it was amazing for like one month and then I kind of got over it. Um, and then I ended up in India. Uh, I was there for a while, decided to do hospitality and tourism management because that's like the coolest thing to me at least. And then went to NDSU to do hospitality tourism management. 
ended up meeting my husband who was from Duluth. We went to the same high school. Somehow when I was in FARC, I don't even know how that happened, but it just did. And then he was working at Camp Ripley uh, here in Little Falls. And in 2015, while we were looking uh, for places to figure out like where we need to buy our house, one of his co-workers invited us to his home and uh, we were there for the weekend. And he's like, hey guys, do you know Little Falls? And I'm like, yeah, there's a Walmart there. And he's like, um, yeah, but this weekend they have the damn festival. You know, you should totally, you, let's go check it out. And they took us there. And I remember I was at the Maple Island Park. They had a, pet, had a petting zoo there with like llamas and that little fluffy thing, animal, like a fluffy goat. And it was like there. And I'm like, oh my God, this is like the coolest thing ever. And there was like five people. They were like, you don't look like you're from here. Oh my God, you should totally check this out. Oh, come here. You know, they were including me with like their kids and showing me stuff. One lady even got me like donuts from the bakery. It was like the coolest thing ever. And then we were sitting by that willow tree on Maple Island Park. And I told Christopher, my husband, I'm like, I want a house here. And I want it right next to the park. And he made it happen. And that's how I ended up in Little Falls. I love the story. Yes. That is so wholesome. You might be my new favorite person. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> that is just the sweetest thing. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. So you guys are sitting with me today because we are chatting about one of my favorite events of the entire year. This is something that when I get a new planner for every year, I mark down when the Little Falls Arts and Crafts Fair is going to be because this is something I've only missed twice in my life. I live, breathe, die for this craft fair. So we're going to talk all about it. That's good to hear. Yeah. (laughs) So how did your guys' roles come about with the craft fair? Um, Well, I started working here at the chamber in 2015, and I just jumped right into what I'm doing, uh, planning it and working with the vendors and stuff, and, and I really enjoyed it. And... I've always loved the craft fair too. I think it's a great time to get together, even for the town, because there's so many people that come home to visit for that weekend so they can go to the craft fair too. Yes, um, and then I actually just started my role here in, in around end of December. Uh, the previous uh, president, Deb, um, was retiring, and I got this wonderful opportunity to be a part of the chamber. Uh, and one of the first things that you know we talked about was the arts and crafts fair. And I remember Miss Mary; she was just like over like at the desk, and she's like, "Hi, I'm Mary. I love the arts and crafts fair. That's what I do. Also, by the way, I do finances in the office." So. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know you're walking into a good job right exactly, there. Exactly. <laughs> absolutely. So that was like the coolest thing ever, you know, like first time meeting with Miss Mary. And that's the first thing she was like, arts and crafts fair. And I'm like, yeah, I totally love it. And then I think we talked about it for a good 20 minute. And yeah, it, it's, it's lovely. I, I go uh, to arts and crafts fair myself every year. This year, now that I'm with Chamber, I get to do fun part like getting all the advertising for it out, any permits, um, if we need to do that, I can, I'd look into it, like if maybe we needed banners on the poles in the city, like stuff like that. Um, Yeah, so just just stuff like that. That's amazing. Yeah. There's a lot to go into it. People don't think of like your bathroom situation (laughs) and garbage (laughs) and all that stuff that nobody really wants to deal with. And the most coolest part of it is like the community. People don't realize how much the community gets together for this. And uh, 
someone that comes from India, like that, I, and I say this all the time, like just the amount of people that want to do something for the community. There's people that will volunteer. They are going to be block hosts. There's volunteers that we get, you know, for, I don't know, they, they get the directories out. There's people that will volunteer to mark those booth spaces in town. It's just like a whole community project. Everyone comes together. Everyone loves it. That's all we are talking about that entire week. It's just amazing. And then it also is like a huge, huge project for the entire city and the county as a whole because it basically takes up all the campgrounds in the Morrison County, all the lodging, restaurants, everything. Plus, then it also gives opportunities for all our nonprofits in the areas to do fundraisers for their projects. So it's like just like the coolest thing ever. Like... This is one event where the entire, entire community comes together. That's absolutely magical. I got goosebumps on hearing you talk about it. Like just the passion you guys have for this event. And it really is an all hands on deck situation. As someone who has been going for years, I know how massive it is. It takes over the entire town. I get here early because I know about the parking and all that. I know where to park safely. And like. <laughs> But there are those volunteer groups that are out and about. They're doing their fundraising. The local vendors get to have booth spaces. Vendors from all across the state are here. And it's just amazing to see just this big old melting pot of people all meeting to have some fun for a weekend in September. We get vendors from all across the country. Oh, my gosh, really? Matter of fact, the one that you're talking about where you go get your dog treat every year, he's from Michigan. No way! Yes. So it's from all four corners of the country. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I believe this year, what was it? We counted, I think, around 17 states that our vendors are coming from. I think so. Yeah, Yeah, around 17 states that we're getting our vendors from this year. That's wild. (laughs) Right? As someone, so I just recently, a couple years ago, started my own dog bandana business. And so I've been doing craft fairs here and there. It's very like hobby, do it for funsies kind of thing. And I've actually been asked, oh, are you going to set up at the Little Falls Arts and Crafts Fair? And I'm like, Here's the thing, I want to, but I also hold that event very sacred, and I like to (laughs) dilly-dally and spend my time browsing, and it's a big event for me and my grandma and my mom and my sister. We all do it together, so I'm like, as much as I'd like to be a vendor, I also just like to go and enjoy it. Good. Absolutely. It's 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 like a whole weekend. My my first time at the Arts and Crafts Fair was with my aunt, my mother-in-law, one of my host moms, um, and my biological mother. So it was like the coolest thing that we ever did together. Such sweet memories. And that's the nice thing. Like everyone does have memories of going to it, whether it's the first time you go and you're like, oh my gosh, this thing is huge, or if it's your millionth time and you're going because it's tradition with your family. Absolutely. Speaking of some of the more interesting logistics people don't think of, the garbage, the bathrooms, how do you guys kind of work all that out? Do you have different entities in town that help you with that year after year? We do. We try to use our members first, of course. So it is all local. Yes. Uh, And then uh, all the people, too, like, you know, that do things like that, like porta parties. There's the grease dumps people. Then we also try to do, like, the sentence to serve personnel to do, like, cleanup duties and things like that. Everyone has been doing it for so long. This is our 50th year, uh, so it's a big deal. And uh, we don't even have to, like, you know, give them instructions all over again unless, like, they're new, someone's starting just uh, right out, you know. But everyone knows what their jobs are. Everyone's happy to do it, and everyone's great at coordinating, too. As a matter of fact, me being so new this year, some people have reached out to me, like, hey, Parva, hey, um, just, just, just so you know, uh, this is the month we reach out for this, so let's talk for, you know, so-and-so for the Arts and Crafts Fair. So it's just been great. 
You guys got a well-oiled machine at this point. Half a century. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. Right? That's crazy. That's wild. Do you guys know any of like the history of the craft fair? Anything behind that? I'm sure it's available online somewhere. Um, actually, it's kind of up in the air. We've had a lot of different organizer people that have claimed the fame that they started it, but I, th- I think, kind of think it was a group of them together that came up with this idea. There used to be a little craft store downtown. Um, it's not here anymore, but I, th- I think that's where it started. Okay. And now it's just consumed the entire town. It has. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Do you guys have any, like, favorite items that you've purchased from the craft fair over the years? Oh, boy. Um, everything food, uh, <laughs> of course, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, there's also uh, those little uh, trinkets that you can put in your yards. Those guys, the metal ones. And then, then I love the photo transposed on, like, those metal things, metal frames, per se. And then my, my favorite are those crafted little wallet bag things or you can even use those pouches for some other stuff that's like most of my Christmas shopping right there (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know what I've seen so much that and I've bought so much that I really don't have a favorite but you know I still use most of the stuff that I've bought over the years yeah, there's like great woodwork stuff. Um, I know that you have some around the office too. And then pottery. Pottery is another big thing for the arts and crafts fair. A lot of people, we get so many calls. Um, this is the month where Miss Mary is always on the phone with someone or the else. <laughs> and it's all just arts and crafts fair. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> it is. And we get a lot of calls after the craft fair. A lot of times around Christmas. When people start their Christmas shopping and they call and say, hey, there was a vendor there and I've, I should have bought it and I didn't. <laughs> do you know who they were? And do you have a contact? So we do give all that information out too. Okay, so you guys are connecting around the holidays then yeah, for people. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> That's really cool. So logistically, so we're in the month of August right now, but what does the buildup to the craft fair look like? And then what does it look like for you guys after it? Um, Well, we start the craft fair in January. That's when our applications go out. We don't take any before that. And then through the year, you know, we have our deadlines, like your returning vendors should have theirs back by a certain date so that they can guarantee their same spot that they had the year before. And then we have, um, you know, like an early bird special, and we kind of work with that. It kind of runs all year, and it, it builds up and builds up, and, you know, by the time it's over, then... I feel like I don't know what else I should be doing here at work. <laughs> I know I've got a lot of stuff to do, but I, I don't even know what. <laughs> it's like you get one month rest, and then it starts up again. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and those rest months are the busiest ones of the year with all the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good thing it's kind of quieted down then. Yeah, but we still like get a lot of phone calls after too, and it's it's always it's it's a process. So this is like the vendor side, and then of course there's some other logistical things that kind of go with that too. So advertising is a big piece. All the marketing material has to be revised. So it's an ongoing process, um, and then there's deadlines that we have to stick to too. We advertise everywhere. I mean, there's radio, there's print. We will be on the news this year. Whoop whoop! Oh my gosh! Uh, so yeah, it's it's gonna be a lot of fun. That's really cool, <laughs> right? It is a 50 years. I mean, that's a huge anniversary. So I'm sure once one news outlet sniffs that out, the rest are going to be knocking on your door too. 
Absolutely. And like this year, uh, we have our arts and crafts committee and boy, um, the amount of like just ideas and the brainstorming power we have, it's just magical. It's great. Everyone has ideas. Everyone, you know, wants to do this. Um, so it's it's just amazing. We've been meeting since what now, like February? Yes. Um, the committee itself. So I do <clears throat> want to mention that, that it's just people in the community that's volunteering their time to basically just come and talk about the fair and make it better. Oh, that's so great that there's such a passion for it in this town because it could have gone haywire. Like, it could have gone the direction of, oh, this is wrecking our town for an entire weekend. Everything is taken up. All the streets are crowded with people. But instead, everyone's like, nope, we love this. This is amazing. Absolutely. We do still have some of those people that... <laughs> but I think they've adjusted now and they just get out of town that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a very well-oiled machine. And like with logistics too, I do want to mention and thank our city officials to be working with us diligently on this as well. And I mean, the police, oh, all the emergency personnel, the fire people, there's uh, people for uh, the ambulance service from Gold Cross. Uh, it's there. They're all there. They're on their little... I call them buggies but they're four-wheelers you know they're driving <laughs> around and yeah they they make sure everyone's safe there's there's like our teams from the school these are kids you know that you'll see at the fairgrounds that are helping you park or park mm-hmm. your vehicles uh they're amazing at what they do mm-hmm. uh little kids and then we also have night security and i mean your stuff's going to be safe of course and it's just it's just so many people that come together We're going to shift gears just a little bit here. As much as I love talking about the craft fair, I also want to mention the building that we are sitting in. You guys so graciously invited me here to this gorgeous depot building to record the podcast. So if it sounds a little bit different today, that's why. But I want to talk a little bit about this space because you guys were kind of giving me a rundown earlier. And I think this is a story that needs to be shared. Oh, yeah, we love the depot. Uh, So, yes, it's called the Cass Gilbert Depot. Uh, Cass Gilbert uh, was like this big big figure back in the day and he has not done a lot of train depots i think this is like one of the two that are there that he has designed he was an architect um this was put up in 1899 and um there was just basically a bunch of people in the community that wanted to preserve the history and there was a lady that was credited to basically stop the wrecking ball from breaking the building just a couple of hours before that they did that so it just just been amazing i believe the chamber moved in here in around 92 93 so sometime around 30 something years ago and we get to maintain the building and we even rent it out to the public for events like we just had a bridal shower that's the balloons that are just still stuck <laughs> up up on this wonderful high wood ceilings um to all the listeners uh that you know, just trying to describe it. We're taking bets to figure out when they come down. Ooh, there's a couple that look like they're ready. There's one that uh, I think that gold one's going to be up there a while. Great, yeah. Man, those are some nice balloons. They are. Good healing with those. What a beautiful, gorgeous space, though. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. I love coming to work every day to a wonderful historic piece of building and then of course we get trains that pass by fun fact we get 34 trains a day which averages to one train every 14 to 17 minutes how cool is that (laughs) how is it so we're kind of in an echoey open area you guys have your offices kind of on the other side of the building do the trains just rattle your offices when they go by or is it pretty structurally sound because i mean it is brick it's pretty structurally sound, but um, it does move our refrigerator. As, <laughs> yeah. far as, as far as the noise, you don't really hear it because we're here all the time. You just get used to it. Yeah. 
So yeah. yeah. And sometimes the trains will park right across from the building. So it's it's so close that you can even sometimes wave to the train conductor engineer gentleman. Oh, yeah, that's it's, cute. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. That is so cute. Yeah, and once in a while we get one in here that says, you know what, I pass by this all the time and I just want to come look at it. So. That's literally the first thing yeah. I said when I got in here today. <laughs> Being from Long Prairie and coming to Little Falls to visit my great-grandma when she was still alive and going to Walmart, like, I've driven past this building a million trillion times and I've always gone, hmm, I wonder what's in that. And now I know and it's wonderful. Right? And Oh, uh, the amount of like train enthusiasts we get too. Um, as I was telling you earlier, uh, we got one this year from like Alaska, and then there was this one gentleman that stopped by from like Pittsburgh, and he was stopping at every train depot, and this was his favorite stop. So it's just we get to meet with like a lot of wonderful, cool people from all over the place. It's the coolest thing ever. That's awesome. Can you tell the podcast about the video feed that you were mentioning to me earlier? Oh, boy. Yes. Oh, okay. So I'm a huge train junkie myself, if you can tell uh, <laughs> how excited I get. Um, okay. So NTROTC, Northern Transcom Railways, OTC stands for Auto Trail um, Channel. Uh, it's basically a network of all these train enthusiasts and there's cameras all over the state of Minnesota. There's one in like Staples, there's one in Perm. It's basically live video feeds of all these trains that pass through. A lot of these cameras are A, either on the depot or B, any building structure closer to train tracks. So people get to see all these wonderful trains pass by and there's literally just, if you go onto uh, YouTube and YouTube NTR-OTC, there's just feeds upon feeds live feeds of all these wonderful trains coming through and a lot of people are known to have a bunch of these feeds open and how they 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 listen to the sounds of trains coming in and that's how they know what feed to take a look at so a lot of them just have it running in the background <laughs> that is so cool absolutely and it, there's just a huge network of people too so before this even uh, went like in the newspaper in Little Falls and everything, we had around 40 people log into the newsfeed just to watch the live fireworks from the damn festival. I thought that was like the coolest thing ever. Well, perfect angle from this spot too. Perfect angle and it's so pretty too. Like mm-hmm. you get to, oh, the sunsets. You, sh- you should just log into the feed to look at the sunset <laughs> from this angle. It's just great. That is so cool. So veering away from trains just a little bit, you guys are part of the Chamber of Commerce and you do more than just the craft fair. So give me kind of a rundown on what you guys handle throughout the year. Ooh, the chamber. I can talk about this for hours. Um, okay, so, <laughs> uh, so the Little Falls Area Chamber, our service area is basically the entirety of Morrison County. What we do is we represent our business. I mean, our businesses, our members, uh, are, a lot of our businesses are like basically a lot of small businesses, big businesses um, in the Morrison County itself, but then also a lot of people that are retired and want to be a part of the community. So we give them a platform to network potentially generate leads um, and then also we do some advocacy we put up events for we, uh, we just had our golf outing and the next one that's coming up is our big sporting place um, and this year I, I, I don't know but I'd just love to say this if you don't want to shoot things you can throw things because we have axe throwing this year <laughs> <laughs> are you doing that at Rice Creek <laughs> yes we are great place I got married there oh, oh right yeah exactly so yeah absolutely we have some really cool things going on uh, throughout the year so yeah, that's what we do. We are, we are their voice. <laughs> is there anything else that you guys want to touch on that we haven't covered in this? I mean, I feel like this has been everything I could have ever dreamed it would be. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
this was amazing. We just thank you so much, Abby, for this great experience. You know, this is just amazing. It's so nice to see you here. Um, it's we've been talking a lot over emails, and it's just she's so chipper, and it's just so fun to meet you in person. Uh, this has been no one. Neither of us has stopped smiling uh, since you have come in. So thank you for this wonderful experience. Oh, you yes, guys are so you. sweet. <laughs> Literally, when I got the email saying, hey, would you be interested in covering the Little Falls Craft Fair? It was on my to-do list that week <laughs> to find someone to reach out to to cover the Little Falls Craft Fair. <laughs> oh, so. Yes, the Sabrina. universe works in mysterious ways. It does, and thank you, Sabrina. Right, like to get that connection made. So, um, Sabrina uh, Kel, she's the executive director of uh, Visit Little Falls, which is the Conventions and Visitors Bureau. So, thank you, Sabrina, if you're listening, for you know getting us touched with Abby. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Uh, if people are wanting to stay up to date with what's going on with the craft fair, if they're maybe interested in being a vendor in upcoming years, who should they reach out to? Where should they go? Oh, they should contact the chamber. You can either look on our website and it has the forms to fill out if you want to be a vendor. Uh, otherwise, just give us a call. 320-632-5155. Whoop, whoop. Perfect. Thanks, guys. Thank you. This has been so fun. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Small Town Tourist Podcast. Don't forget to check out the Little Falls Chamber of Commerce website for more details on the Little Falls Arts and Crafts Fair coming up September 9th and 10th in 2023. Our theme song is Queen of Our Hometown by Rachel McIntyre-Smith. You can stream it wherever you listen to music and be sure to follow Rachel at Rachel McIntyre-Smith on social media and check out our website, rachelmcintyresmith.com. If you're looking for more content from the Small Town Tourist, you can follow me at the Small Town Tourist on Instagram and on Facebook. Facebook, and you can always check out the blog as well, thesmalltowntourist.com. I'll see you at the Little Falls Arts and Crafts Fair.